أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على رسول كريم وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين رب الشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وأهل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي You are reflecting on the Surah Al-Fatiha and especially that one verse that relates to the social aspect of the human being, the communal aspect of the human being and the need for community. And as I, I was reflecting, uh, thinking some more this past week about Surah Al-Fatiha and uh, its deeper meaning, it brought me back to this portion of um, the book, The Words, Al-Kalimat, also is there in the original, which uh, addresses uh, the wisdom of the prayer, um, the salat, uh, which also in itself means connection, connecting to the divine, connecting to yourself uh, in, a, in a meaningful way, but also connecting to community and creation. And so as we were thinking and talking about the social aspect, the social need of the human being, that we are all part of this one interdependent community and what what that entails, what kind of social contract is that that we are making? First and foremost with Allah, remember we were talking about the primordial covenant that all souls, all souls were gathered in front of Allah. And Allah asked all souls, am I not your Lord? And that pronoun that is used there, that that uh, that really important question entails the social aspect that there is a community asked a community of souls gathered in front of Allah who are asked am I not your Lord and we all witnessed and bear testament yes indeed you are our Lord so in that very moment of the primordial covenant or what we call elest majlis or majlis elest in Arabic is basically this the social contract that we made first and foremost, that sacred response and sa sacred contract and covenant that we made with Allah, that we bared uh, testimony to that. We bared witness that He is indeed our Lord, all of our Lord. But at the same time, when I go back to this primordial covenant, also means that I have a sacred tie, a sacred bond, a sacred contract, social contract with all other souls that I already had a community. And so I was not standing alone in front of Allah, but I was part of the sacred community all along. So how did I get there that I thought I'm just an ego, I'm just an entity to myself, that I am not in need of others? When the Quran tells us that the very moment, the first moment, our encounter was one, first with Allah, that sacred response and that sacred contract we made, that covenant, but also the covenant that we made to one another. That we said, yes, you are here because you also uh, bear witness that Allah is our creator. And so fundamentally that when when we are reminded of this in the Surah Al-Fatiha, 
You are the one we worship. You are the one from whom we seek help. We acknowledge that we are all part and parcel of the sacred community, that each and every soul has testified to the divine existence. And so I cannot be just on my own. I have been, since my very existence, embedded in the sacred community. And so our call, Quranic call, is it then to keep that alive, to remember that we are part of the sacred covenant, where we all as souls, as one family, we're standing in front of Allah. But then as time goes by, as the human story goes on, like the Quran tells us, we fall, we fall into forgetfulness, we fall into negligence, ghafla, nisyan, and then we commit one of the sins, which is uh, forgetfulness, heedlessness. We become forgetful about that covenant, about that sacred social contract that we made to one another, that we are all standing in front of Allah, that we are constantly part of that, of that sacred origin, and that we will all return to him. This is something that is so fundamentally important, that he is our home. He is the one to whom we all belong and to whom we will all return. There's so much in this statement. It's not something that we just say when somebody dies, but this fundamental acknowledgement that Allah is our home, and he is our return, we will return to him, and that we all belong to him, no exceptions. That means that in a believer's heart, there cannot be excessive or the sickness of racism. There cannot be the sickness of discrimination. There cannot be the spiritual sickness of, of intolerance. There cannot be the sickness of uh, aggressive nationalism, excessive nationalism, creating boundaries. Yes, this person might not agree or not embrace faith in Allah, but I can still see that they are a creation of Allah and respect them, treat them with dignity and care and compassion. That doesn't mean that I have to compromise my my commitments and my truth claims. It doesn't mean that I negotiate my beliefs. No. It just means you are my fellow human being. You ha have an ego, you have a heart, you have a soul, you have a mind. You are a mirror of the divine, even if you do not acknowledge Allah's, God's existence. But we are part of this contract that we made with Allah. And that alone, that alone encourages me, motivates me to treat you with respect and dignity. That's it. That's the foundational Adamic covenant that goes back to that, that first departure point. <laughs>